Hold on, hold on. Let me get podcast ready. Let's do it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was JB practicing choking on a cock before we record my brother's keeper. I am one of your host CEO Hayes, and you are tuned into the newest podcast from JB, the prodigal one and CEO Hayes, aka CJ. What's going on, bro? Watch your mouth, bro. It's not cock, it's penis. What's uh, going on, Hayes? Uh, what's going on, bro? I swear, if an adult person calls his dick a penis, like I, we need to have words because, like, I don't think that's that's that, no, no, it's a cock. Like, no, if you have a penis and you're a grown ass man, I feel like you got like you might as well say you got baby penis. Like, you just nobody, no grown man I know says like. Can you imagine telling a woman, "Yes, yeah, suck my penis, baby"? <laughs> no, I was, I thought you said anybody, but no, women women do refer to as penis. Guys, yeah, if, if a guy calls his dick a penis, I, 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 I an, an adult, I don't know. But this is definitely a great start to this episode. <laughs> of course, of course, you jump. We I said it last week. You're gonna feel like you're jumping right into the middle of a conversation, and that's what we we did here. Uh, but anyway, we're we're back for another episode of My Brother's Keeper for real, and uh, we've got a couple of things to talk about this week. We got uh sports. Which I, I don't know if this is going to be always how we start off the podcast. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, so the first thing we want to get into is the Clippers getting there, like losing the series. Or they up 3-1 to fucking the Denver Nuggets. Now, I don't want to completely shit on the Nuggets. Nuggets are not a terrible team at all. But judging on paper by the talent that the Clippers have, there's no way in hell they should have been able to like stave off elimination for three fucking games. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. They would, I, I, when they won a couple, I was like, all right, well, I'm glad they're, they're having a fighting chance. There's no way they're winning game seven. Ah, fuck. Dude, that. you are. Not one you are, ESPN analyst had them picked. Go ahead, bro. What were you going to say? You had, by the way, for those who don't have video, Hayes is rocking that Chicago Bulls shirt. But anyway, here's my thing. You're up 3-1. You have future Hall of Famer, one of the greatest uh, players in the league right now, Kawhi Leonard. You have Paul George who is a great player. You have a Hall of Famer coach, Doc Rivers, and you tell me you can't win one of four games? That is some shit, bro. That is some shit. But I will also give credit to the Nuggets because people kind of Nuggets out, including myself and Jamal Murray and Joking. Those guys aren't slouches, man. I, all, all the props to Nuggets, they deserve it. I, I, I'm pretty sure they're going to get their ass rocked by LeBron, but, you know, still props to them. Jamal Murray is a budging superstar, and what sucks is that we traded Jamal Murray and Jokic to the fucking different nuggets for uh uh McDermott, Doug McDermott. Bro, we could have had both oh, of these guys. Out. We could have had both of these motherfuckers. Um, but no, real talk, Jokic is a is a fucking monster. Um, and the fact that the thing that makes the nuggets so dangerous isn't like the fact that he's like this out of the world basketball player, because he's not, he's great. Don't get me wrong, he's great. But it's the matchup. There's not many people who can match up with Jokic. And the thing is, I know we say that the La- they're probably going to lose to the Lakers, but my thing is, is who on the Lakers is going to defend Jokic? Take Murray completely out of the equation. Let's just say Murray's going to get his his 18 to 20 points or whatever. He's probably not going to go crazy like he did against, against the Clippers. But who can defend Jokic? And as the Nuggets have shown, if you can't defend Jokic because he's a passer, he can score, he rebounds, he plays defense. If you can't put somebody on him who's going to tire him out and take him out the game, what's going to? Are you going to put LeBron on him? Like they could? I I, I don't see. I don't. They might. They might try it. I mean, we've seen LeBron guard every position. Exactly, period. Yeah. So I think they'll try it. I think that you know the first two games are going to be more experimental. I think on both sides to see what matchups work. Um, it really pisses me off though that the Clippers lost because for those who don't know, I am 
a proud, proud LeBron hater. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've always been a LeBron hater. Just I, I don't, you know, I respect him up to a certain extent, his playing abilities. Uh, but there's a lot of things I do that that I, I don't respect and, and that he does that I don't respect and et cetera. I won't get into all that right now. However, I ho- was hoping Clippers would win, so they'd spank that ass. And now that the Nuggets won, I feel like, I feel like by the Clippers losing, they've just handed LeBron James the trophy. Well, is that wrong? No, he, he's think, looking good. He's looking good. He's looking, he's, no, he's looking great. I don't. I don't think they've necessarily. No, no. I him. said Heat. I said Heat. Miami Heat. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, Heat. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't think that they've necessarily handed him the trophy. And the only reason I say that is because both the Celtics and the Heat have a player who can get in LeBron's head. Now, AD, completely different story, but they have somebody who they can put on LeBron. And as we've seen specifically in the finals with LeBron, if you have somebody who can get physical with him and stay physical with him all seven games potentially, you have a chance. That doesn't mean you're going to win, but you have more. You have a chance. So I think that there's a chance for him to be beaten by Boston or, or the Heat. My my key thing is here, and I think what it's going, and people may say that I'm that I'm crazy for giving someone who's basically it's their rookie season, it's their first full season, uh, this much credit. Because like I said, Jokic, I think Jokic is going to do his damage. How the Lakers defend everything else is, is going to be determined that series. But Michael Porter Jr. has shown, like, and don't get me wrong, before the knee concerns, Michael Porter Jr. would have probably been the number one pick in that draft. He fell as low as he did because people, like the doctors just thought his knee was not going to hold up. The Nuggets took a chance on him. But he's shown, especially in that last series, maybe you can't bet on him to score 30 every single game. But when clutch time comes, he's a tough matchup himself, too. Now, he's still young. So being in the in the conference finals this early on in his career, he may not be able to stand up stand up like he did in the last series. But the thing is, is these Nuggets are playing with this chip on the shoulder. Like, if they lose all four games in a row, nobody can really clown them because nobody expected them to make it this far. And we've seen before teams that have made it like this and have that ability to, pray, to play free and not really worry about the the response they 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 have a chance bro I, i'm not i'm not counting the nuggets all the way out now like you said the first two games are going to tell if the first two games show up and, and the lakers just completely dog walk them all right then it's over with but until i see it I'm, I'm giving the nuggets a chance bro i'm giving the nuggets a chance yeah more more than ever especially this year you have to give everybody a chance i'm not i'm not counting them out I, obviously i'm you know i'm talking shit obviously but i know they're still in the game i mean we saw so many times in the past you just talked about it where you can't really count anybody out i mean i'll bring up my own team i'm being biased but the knicks you know we talk about the knicks in the um the what was it the 99 the 99 playoffs, we were the eighth ranked team. It's the year that there was the uh, the lockout. We were the eighth ranked team. A lot of people said we shouldn't even be in the playoffs. We beat Miami in the first round. Eighth seed beat number one seed. We were the, the first eighth seed, and I don't know, maybe we might be the only eighth seed that I know of to go to the finals. So, yeah, we got swept by the Spurs, but that's a different story. So, let's talk about the Nuggets, though. The Nuggets are never out, and they've proved that just this playoffs alone. They, there's only been 13 times that a team in the NBA has been down 3-1. And Nuggets, this season alone, this playoffs alone, came back twice, two of those 13 times. Yeah. They did it They did it two times, which is crazy. Also, another crazy stat that I found, of those 13 times this has happened, three of them has been with Doc Rivers', Doc Rivers coach teams, twice with Clippers, this year, 2015, and also back in 03, when he was coaching the Magic versus Pistons. I think Pistons won the championship that year, that year if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And... The, the thing that, I, that I'm selfishly excited for with the Nuggets is that if you look at the team and the way that the Nuggets built the team, they never had the number one pick. 
Yeah, I don't even know if, if anybody on this team was even a top five pick. They've just made smart basketball decisions. The GM who put this team together is now the, the president of basketball operations in the Chicago Bulls. So that 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 alone has me excited. Not saying they can necessarily replicate that, but at least he has an eye for talent. Um, but let's talk about the other side of this. We we went started this by going to the Clippers. We talked a lot about the Nuggets because they deserve it. I, I do want to say that they deserve it. The Clippers lose this series. Um and people have completely clowned them. Paul George and Kawhi yes. Leonard had a terrible combined game seven. I don't know how often, terrible. how many more times this will happen. But the thing that I want to talk about, and I was glad when you brought, put this on the list, because I, I haven't heard anybody else really talk about this. Paul George has admitted that being in the NBA bubble is depressing. He said that he was depressed being here. Does that at all play into them losing, do you think? Or do you think it was just a bad game? He just had a bad series. What do you give it? I'm not I'm not a I'm not a professional uh sports player by any means necessary. However, the competitive sports that I've played, I don't think I could have performed at all without some sort of crowd. Even if there's like 15 people in the crowd. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people that need a crowd and I can't imagine these guys that are so used to playing with 10, 15, 20,000 people in the audience. Some of these guys just don't care cuz they're just playing ball, they're able to mentally block that out. Yeah. But for a lot of the guys they want to hear that crowd reaction. That's they want to hear the, the the even the booze sometimes because some guys get riled up by the booze. So I, I understand where Paul George is coming from. A lot of people are clowning them, saying they're coming up with excuses. You know, Doc Rivers has also brought up that point. He said, like, you know, a lot of the guys were, you know, weren't playing as many minutes as they should have. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of extenuating circumstances. Doc Rivers is not the type of guy to make excuses, in my opinion. He's always been the opposite to blame his team. You know, he's never been the one to make excuses. So I really think that had a lot to do with it. But really, at the end of the day, things like this is what separates contenders and pretenders. The guys that can arrive, rise above these things, those are the guys that got to go to the championship games and win the championship games. It's unfortunate, but that's just how it is. It separates the, the men from the boys, you know what I mean? For sure. And I, and I always think about it this way. Like you said, I, I've i never played professional um, competitive sports, but we we did. I did play baseball and football at high levels in high school. I won championships. And my thing is, is I remember I used to have this thing every halftime. I would go to my dad because he would be at every game and he would give me pointers because of what he's able to see out there. And not even just that, because I was I was a player. I kind of knew I had to go off the coach's game plan or whatever. But the ability to look in the crowd and see my dad like right out there, if I was having if I had a moment where I I got a negative play, I was running back on a on a on a on a play. I looked at my dad. He gave me that. All right. Get their ass like whatever. And I can't imagine playing a sport where I couldn't do that. You feel me? So that would take me right. out of it. So, I mean, this isn't a, to give excuses or whatnot because they're still professional athletes. They get paid to do this. And the fact that him and Kawhi both had a, 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 a terrible game seven, will pro- they'll, they'll both never have a game like this at the same time, probably ever again in the playoffs. Let's just be, be honest. I'm not saying that, that one of them won't, but I just can't see them having a terrible game like this at the same time ever again. But the thing is, you shouldn't have gotten to this point where you needed a game seven. There should have been no game seven. There shouldn't seven. have been a game seven. You're up 3-1. They they come back and win one and make it 3-2. Cool. But the killer instinct and the thing that I've always given Kawhi the benefit of, hell, we said it on, on our first podcast. I was just saying I said that, it, yeah. Kawhi makes players better. I said that's how the, the regard I, I hold Kawhi in. There's no reason why you're – and the thing is, is that – like I said, too, sometimes maybe you need a more boisterous player. Uh, and Kawhi isn't necessarily that. He's not the guy that's going to get riled up. And that works for him sometimes. Neither is PG. 
Exactly, because he's able to stay calm in every situation, and PG isn't either. And maybe in the offseason, I don't think they need to trade Paul George. I don't think they need to look at doing anything like that. But even if you get a, a vet who's going to be the voiceless one on the bench to get everyone back up, maybe that's what this, this David West. Yeah, and uh, and people were saying Doc should Doc be fired. If the Clippers fire fire Doc Rivers, they're fucking stupid because of this. In this circumstances, no, you can't fire Doc. You can't fire Doc Rivers because of this. I just finished praising Doc Rivers la- last episode, and nothing has changed. Yes, I understand they lost three one. Yes, I even just said Doc Rivers. Three of his teams have lost three one, mm-hmm. but you can't look at small pictures. You have to look at the overall picture. The overall picture: Doc Rivers is a great fucking coach, yeah. Hall of Famer coach. So yes, this is an uh, unusual circumstance. You can't fire somebody off, off of a season like this. It's a, you know, it's you just can't. It's a shortened season. You're in a bubble. It's just a lot of factors here. I say give him another season. And also, this is the first time these guys are playing together. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is not, a lot of teams. Golden, I mean, uh, yeah, Golden State. Um, look at LeBron. When LeBron came to Miami the first year, they were shit. Yep. You know, they were they didn't win a championship. So there's a lot of different factors. It takes time to gel. And Kawhi and Doc and 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 PG are no different than anybody else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't uh, the blowing up talk is too early right now. Make additions. You know where your holes were this season. Make additions. Keep it moving. Um, you yeah, know what the problem is? Before we we close up, is I think society in this day and age with sports and not only sports, but anything we're all about instant gratification. Yes. What can happen now? What can I, we want it now? We want, I'm not like that because bro, I'm a jets fan. <laughs> I've been waiting. I've been watching football since 992. And when people say, yo, yo, what's wrong with your team? You know what I say? Oh, we're rebuilding phase. I've been saying that shit since 1992 and I'm going to still say we're in a rebuilding phase. We've been a rebuilding phase <laughs> now for 30 years. Yeah, that's just like me and the Bears, bro. We can't pick a quarterback to save our fucking life. <laughs> but when you look at all the quarterbacks that the Bears have passed up on, uh, we could have had Mahone. Could have very well had Mahone over Trubinsky. Um, There's somebody – who else was it? Everybody could have had Tom Brady. Um, But, like, it, I, there was another – there's another notable one that we picked somebody over. I can't remember. But, yeah, like you said, patience. Patience is a virtue. It's not going to be instant. Uh, you guys have a great building block. Like hell, the Clippers roster is one of the best rosters on the plan on, on in the NBA. You just gotta you gotta nothing's a perfect roster. You gotta make additions where you can and and keep it fresh. We'll see. I trust Doc Rivers and I trust Kawhi overall. PG, but he's not the main player on this team. So you know we'll see. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, we'll we'll see what comes out of all this. Yeah. Okay, bro. So before I know we're hanging on sports a, a while here. Last thing before we get into in, in, off of sports, and this could be quick. Boston has had two huge leads in both game one and game two so far that they end up blowing. Do you think they're able to do that and hold on to the lead? Or is this more so saying, is Miami just, do they just know that they can win the game at any time? And that's why Boston's getting up. What do you think is ultimately going to happen in the series? I think, I think even though the two games, my, my pick, I think this is going to go seven. Because I think Boston's going to come back and win the next two. What do you think? In my opinion, I I think this, game, this series is probably going to go five, maybe if Boston's lucky, six. Okay. If you would have asked me before the, the season, yes. But let me tell you, one thing that's a huge factor is when you have these big leads mm-hmm. and you blow them, that shit is a mental mind fuck. Definitely. And for it to happen two games in a row, and also we have to keep in mind there is no such thing as home court favorite in this. Yeah, that's that's no been out advantage. Zero home court advantage. So none of that means shit this season. So when you have that, knowing that you blew the lead twice, number one, it it deteriorates your mind if you're Celtics. If you're Miami, 
You could be down 30 points, and at no point in time do you feel like you're out of the game. So they're always the heart is always going to be there. They're going to always keep the push. And I really don't know mentally how Boston can come back from this, to be honest with you. If they come back and win this series, I will give them so much props. But I really don't know mentally how they can come back from that. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Game three is going to tell all. Because if, if they get out to another big lead and, and Miami comes back, they might as well just not even play a fourth game. Just just yeah. give it to them. It's over with. It's over with. Yeah. Throw in the towel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess I guess we'll see. But uh, let's move into the next topic. What we got next, JB? Uh, you tell me. What do you want to talk about? You want to? We well, you know, if we're following the same the same what we did last week. The next thing we we're talking about was entertainment, and we got a couple entertainment news. We do. You want to talk about one Cardi B first? Why don't you tell the good people what's going on with Cardi B? Wap Cardi B. Cardi B's officially filed for divorce from Offset, her husband Offset. And the thing that completely like blew my mind to this is that. Social media took this and ran with it and just were acting shock or like what? Like they almost she filed for divorce before. Like this shouldn't be fucking that surprising. Uh, they have a fuck. They they seem to have a terrible ass relationship, a terrible ass marriage. Um, I'm not one to judge marriages from the outside looking in, but at the same time, this shouldn't be fucking shocking. Um, but I think the more shocking thing that came out is that he apparently got another woman pregnant and has a baby on the way. So like, what do you think about this? Bro, he been cheating on her ass for three years. The whole time he been married. None of this is a shock. I mean, he knew, she knew, everybody knew. It's just that, you know, now obviously it's you know kind of now she's filing divorce for real, and you know they have the kid, and you know people are are, are making it this big thing, which it is a big thing, obviously. But I don't know, man. She's getting clowned real, real bad. I mean, I, I I don't know what to think of it, but. I understand where she's coming coming from. All jokes aside, you know you can't let someone, whether it's a guy or a girl, dog you out as much as he's straight up dogged her out. And she really and truly doesn't deserve it. All jokes aside, again, she doesn't deserve it. No one deserves to be cheated on multiple times. And you know they have the kid, they have culture. I know she'll. She's not. From what I understand, she's not suing for alimony or or child support or anything like that. But she is going to be. She does want uh, custody uh, of the kid. So I know that that definitely she'll be going after. I mean, the thing is, is I mean, you you never know what goes on all behind uh, the doors of people's marriages. Even though we've seen it, seen that he's been pretty much unfaithful, and we can and we're not surprised by that. But who who's to, to say exactly everything that went on there? At the end of the day, that's some, that's their marriage. I almost wish that celebrities' divorces shouldn't be as private because every, I mean, as uh, public because everybody deserves to go through this privately. It's a fucking hard ass thing. So like, just let them go about their life. And hopefully it all comes out and works out for the best for both of them. That's all I got to say about that. Now that WAP is on, you, is on, is on, uh, is is uh, is on the uh, menu again. So you, who do you think is gonna swoop that WAP up first? Who, who, who do you think, JB? You gonna slide in Cardi B's DMs? Any? I, I think all of the above. <laughs> I'm trying to say, like, do you think the WAP dried up? Was that? Do you think that had anything to do Did with the it? WAP or? dry up? If the WAP dried yeah. up, like, just throw Cardi B's whole career away. Like, cause you can't, you can't have the career and the, and the messages you do if you got dry wop. Like you just got to throw, you got to just go throw the whole career away. She's made enough money. Just go away. I don't know, bro. Like spit on it. So, so spit on, well, hold on, hold on. Spit on what exactly? Tell, tell the, tell the good people listening. Tell the good people listening. Maybe your mom or dad ha- might be listening. Spit on what exactly? So this is what you do. You take your fingers, right? You spread the hood a little bit. You make sure you get the clitoris good and exposed. Then you spit on it. I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there was somebody uh, on social media. I'm trying to find it real quick. And and this person actually 
gave a, a tweet and I'm going to find that tweet in a second. And it's, it's sort of, I would say it's something along the lines of, of what we're talking about in this whole Cardi B situation and, and kind of all this. So I want to kind of, if you don't mind, I want to read this tweet okay. and tell me how you think this relates to the Cardi B story with okay. offset. Are, are you okay with that? Let's do it. All right. <clears throat> and I quote some of y'all hashtag WAP pH balance could turn <laughs> cucumbers to pickles, but you don't want to talk about that from Twitter at CEO Hayes. Thoughts? I said it. I stand by it. And that that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Fuck it. I don't care how So how you say Cardi B could cut pickles? I'm not saying I didn't say her specifically. I said some people's WAP can turn cucumbers into pickles. Absolutely. I'm asking you. Yeah. Do I think Cardi B? No, nah, I think I, Cardi B doesn't. No, I, I believe she keeps the WAP fresh. Uh, that that can't be that can't be blindly applied to every, to everyone. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Because some people got some untreated cases of BV that they just have tried to pray away to avoid going to the doctor, and that's not WAP. That WAP is like no, no. That that's fucking that's fucking pickle juice. We don't want that shit. That's not the type of wetness we want. We don't want that. All I'm saying is you made that tweet, and I kid you not, like two days later, we heard this whole <laughs> shit with uh, Offset and Cardi B, and maybe maybe also was like, you know what? Word, bro. I, I see what he's saying. Fuck this shit. I, I don't know. Surprised. I mean, I am. I am. Seems coincident. Hey, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, not sorry, I guess. I don't give a fuck. Um, but my, my question is, so while we're on the, on the subject of WAP, and this didn't make our list, but fuck it, I wanted to talk about it anyway. So you tagged me in something on Facebook, and this motherfucker got this woman's name tattooed on his jawline on the face. April. What what type of WAP you think she got, bro? <laughs> Damn. Yo, yo, I don't think, I think he got a WAP. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> yo, now, let me tell you something. I love my wife to death. Baby, you listen to this, I love you to oh, death. Oh, man. But there is no fucking way in hell I'm tattooing anybody, anybody's name on my face. Not only did he tattoo his name on our face, but this shit is gigantic. It says April. Now tell me, what the hell are you going to do when this chick and you don't work out? If they don't work out, what do you do then? I mean, you can tattoo, tattoo removal technology is like at an all-time high right Bro, now. Bro, this shit is uh, taking up his whole face. It's not even like an initial. Yeah. I it's mean, like his whole jawline. I mean, you gonna go get it removed. I don't know. Face tattoos in general. My thing is like face tattoos. Because, you know, me and you have both been managers and we've handled hiring. I'm not hiring anybody with a tattoo on their face. I'm letting you know right now. So, listen, if I interview you and you got a tattoo on your face. Like, I, I've hired one person with a tattoo on their neck. And it's only because they had to wear a shirt and tie every day, so they nobody would be able to see it. But if you got a tattoo on your face, there is no covering that shit up unless you plan on wearing makeup every day. But if you if you if you don't cover it up in the fucking interview, I'm not fucking hiring you. Like there's no way. There's no way I'm getting a face tattoo at all. And then a face tattoo from a woman, listen, unless her pussy has several tongues on the inside of it while I'm fucking her that are licking my shaft at the same time. I'm not even considering this shit. You gotta have, not WAP, you gotta have some magical ass pussy. Like, that shit need to be mystical. Some like, map. Like, I'm telling you, that shit need to come out and then as I come in you, like, millions of dollars flow out the out the pussy at the same time. Because there's no way in hell it's not happening, bro. It's, it's not happening. Shout out to everybody listening, especially the Reading Rainbow Reddit group. <laughs> <laughs> my brother's keeper this is a podcast for children so as you guys are listening to this i want to say thank you for doing your math How you assignments. Gonna say now i was gonna get cancer we're gonna be right up there with the cuties <laughs> yeah you see bro have you seen cuties listen, by the way if people don't know if people don't i can't be canceled like this, i'm i'm a, everyone who's listening to this right now 
I'm telling you right now. Watch. Somebody's going to try to do it because I'm saying it. I'm fucking CEO. I cannot be canceled. Period. So now, as far as cuties, I have not seen that shit. I has, did see an interview from the from the director, though. Um, and the director uh, coming out and saying that a lot of the backlash that they're getting from the film is actually the purpose of them making the film. But at the same time, fam, I got daughters. You got you got 13 and 12 year old girl, girls twerking on your ad like you could have come up with a better preview than this shit. If that's the, your ultimate message, because at that point, I feel like you're going for shock, shock value over your message. Whereas if the message of the film is to expose people who are who are, um, you know, using using pedophiles. Yeah, pedophiles, basically. Then okay, you you went terribly about it wrong. But at the same time, a lot of the motherfuckers who have issues with this with this movie are the same people that are posting videos to their TikTok of their daughters twerking, but yet they're mad that it's in a film. You need to shut the fuck up too. That's my opinion on it. Bro, I have so much to say about this, but I kind of want to hold it back. Okay. For two reasons. Number one, there's gonna be a whole rain of motherfucking smoke on my ass when I say my opinion. But number two, I'd really like for you to see it as well. Okay. And then we'll talk about it. Whether we do it here or we do it on film frequency or whatever. But there's a lot I have to say of it. You have two daughters, so I really want to hear your take once you've seen it. Um, and that's what I'm gonna say about that. We'll we'll okay. get to it eventually. I watch I watch it sometime this week. I had already planned to. It's just that. I, I hadn't got I think the day that I was going to start watching it actually like I can't remember something else popped up that I wanted to watch before it was like a movie on Shudder so I watched that over oh it was Host I finally watched Host which is a great horror film if you guys like are in the horror film is it the, the Japanese host you no about? no it's a different host so this one is a it's it's a zoom call and the director actually like oh, they did it over Zoom. It's heard on about Shutter. It. Uh, so if you like like the Blair Witch Project type films, it's a really and it's only fifty six minutes. So it's not like a super long. Wow. Yeah, but a really really solid horror film. I I, could, I can't think of a better way to spend fifty six minutes. Honestly. Awesome. Yeah, I have to check that out. Um, just kind of switching gears here, but still staying in the entertainment realm. I know you're not a huge, um, reality competition person, but. Dancing with the Stars just came out this past weekend. I'm not really a big fan of Dancing with the Stars. However, uh, this season did catch my attention because there's quite a few people on there that I'm interested to see. Number one, Nelly's in there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I got to see fucking what Nelly's bringing. Number two, you know, one of the very few players that were both, uh, you know, part of your team, Chicago Bulls and my New York Knicks, Mm -hmm. you know, legend Charles Oakley's in this. So I wanted to see that. And then also freaking... Carol Baskin is in this. So let me just tell you right now, after seeing that episode, and I don't know if you've seen it yet, my opinion is Charles Oakley is probably the worst dancer probably in the United States. Um, and and probably, and obviously on Dance with the Stars, he did not get the lowest score. He got the second lowest score. But just picture this, because I know you probably haven't seen it. Charles Oakley danced uh, in a club by 50 Cent. Carol Baskin danced to freaking Eye of the Tiger, which is so fucking typical. And Nelly danced to freaking ride with me his own song which is they were all three of them were really bad i would say probably nelly was the best of the three um what impressed me though was nelly did a freaking 360 which was pretty sick i did he just did like a standing flip which was amazing to me listen charles oakley is old as shit at this point what would possess him to get on dancing with the stars i do not know carol Paycheck. listen the fact that she got away with murder, we all know she murdered her. She fed her husband to that fucking tiger. Like, and she's just, the, she is living her best life right now. I don't know anybody else other than O.J. Simpson, who we all know probably murdered somebody, who's just out just living their best life. Like, yeah, O.J. eventually went to jail for something else. But, like, 
I don't know, man. Uh, this shit is, is fucking crazy, man. It, fuck Carol fucking Baskin. <laughs> like, how shook do you think her uh, her her pro is her dance partner? I mean, if you if she loses, you gotta expect this is this dude's gonna go missing probably. <laughs> no, because it's public, so they he she can't. It it'll be too much. Too it'll be too obvious. Hello, have you ever heard of have you ever heard of the the name Jeffrey Epstein? That shit was public too, and he had an accident or he killed himself. That was the government, though, bro. Like, you, we all know that those motherfuckers can make us just. Dis- we could be doing it in the middle of live streaming this podcast, and somebody could see people's hands come and grab us off the camera. And they'll be like, I, they mysteriously, they, there were no, no suspicious circumstances at all. They'd be like, look, we see the fucking hands grabbing him off the fucking. Damn, if that shit happened, I hope this video goes viral. There you go. I'm telling you, I just got done saying I can't be canceled. Didn't say I couldn't be killed. Y'all watch out. I I am 100% healthy and in my right mind. If anything happens to me, it's the motherfucker. It's Trump. I'm telling you, I've been going off on Trump on my podcast lately. So it's definitely Trump. You and half the world has been going off on Trump. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Trump. Uh, but yeah, that's that's. I may I, I may have to go and watch the videos, especially of uh of Nelly doing the 360 and Charles Oakley trying to dance in his old ass age, bro. What we got up next? Uh, where do you want to go? You tell me. We t- we talked about entertainment. We talked about sports. Let's talk about. I, I posted something on social media on on Facebook to be exact, and um, I don't know if you had a chance to take a look at it or you you got a chance to look at the story, but there's a couple of, uh, in uh, Dubai. We, everyone knows Dubai is one of the most luxurious cities in the my, world. My dream and, vacation place right now is Dubai. Yeah, and let me just say this before we go into this. A lot of people think you need to be like filthy rich to go to Dubai. It's bullshit. Dubai, I went to Dubai, uh, I want to say four years ago, and number one, it is beautiful. Number two, it's not, it's expensive for the locals, mm. but for internationals, it's not because I believe the exchange, it's like, oh, damn, I don't remember what it was, but I, I don't remember what it was. I think it's like three and a half to one. So with the exchange, it's really good. I mean, I was out there living like a king and uh, I didn't really spend that much money because of the exchange. But anyway, there was a couple, they have one child already and they're expecting a second child. And, you know, in this day and age, gender reveals are, are a pretty big thing now. And um, they decided to do a gender reveal. The Burj Khalifa is the tallest building in the world located in Dubai. I actually, I've been in there. We were, me and my wife, we were like on the, I want to say the 130 something floor. It goes even higher than that. Anyway. They spent $95,000 basically to light up the Burj Khalifa, whether it's pink for a girl or blue for a boy. And uh, they recorded it. It came up blue. You know, it's a boy. Everybody, their family, friends were happy, etc. They paid $95,000 US for it. Um, and social media has, has gone apeshit crazy over this. I, I'm going to say my thoughts, and I'll read some of the thoughts of the people who I, you know, who responded. But before all that, I want to get your thoughts. 95000 on a gender reveal. A lot of people are saying, hey, you know what? They could have spent this on charity, on better things. What do you think? Thoughts? I think we, we can't tell people how to spend their money, right? Uh, if you got it, do what you do what you will with it. Uh, it's your money. You earned it. I, well, I, I would assume you work for it. Um, so you get to spend it on what the fuck you wanted to, what, what to do. I think in, in general, though, gender reveals are the most self-serving piece of bullshit that i've ever seen in my motherfucking life as someone who has four motherfucking kids i've never in my life thought let's do a fucking gender reveal i the shit just irritates me because it's like listen we don't 
most of the times, I don't give a fuck what your little rat ass baby's gonna be when it first comes out. Hit me up three when they about three, four months old when they actually look like something and I can hold the baby. All that people, newborns are all ugly as fuck. People would be like, oh, it's so cute, two days out, and the motherfucking baby be looking like the alien from from men in black in the head and shit, like leaned over half dead. Like, I don't wanna see none of this shit. I don't give a damn what gender your little ugly ass baby is. I don't give a fuck. But some people do. And for the people who do give a fuck, all right, you, you spent you spent that much money on it. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly don't have any issues with gender reveals. Um, the wife and I has all, have always said, like, when we have our child, we'll probably do a gender reveal. Not, I'm not spending no fucking $95,000. <laughs> but uh, on that same sense, if someone does, they have the, the funds to spend 95000 and they want to spend 95000 Hey, is there money? They could do what they want. And I understand people saying they could do charity and all that shit. But what I'm also saying is, how do we know they haven't given millions of dollars in charity? They may have given nothing, but they may have given something. Who are we to judge? And that this goes back to something I was talking about. Um, actually, on your your podcast, the Awakened Soul podcast, when I was on there as a guest, and about everyone thinking and having an opinion on how everybody else feels. Mm-hmm. And you're not allowed to kind of have your own opinion, your own thoughts, because you you're always getting judged for it. Yeah, I understand they spend 95000 but who are we to judge? Yeah. I mean, it's, your, it's their money. Let them do it. And like you said, we don't know what they else did. For all we know, they could donate the same amount of money, if not more, every year to charity. We don't fucking just shut. Everybody has such a problem with every motherfucking thing. And it's specific. Can you repeat what you said last week? What's multiple times. What did I say? Suck my everybody, dick. Shut the fuck up. You said every, everybody can shut exactly. the fuck up. Like seriously. And and you know, it's it it's I get it. We we live in a in a world where everybody has a platform now. With social media, everybody has a platform to state their opinion. But why does it seem like everybody else's everybody's opinion on, on what other motherfuckers should do? Like wh- why is it about that? People don't have a lot of opinions on shit that actually is going to change our society and world. The same motherfuckers who, who talking all this shit about somebody spending money on a gender reveal, they ain't got shit to say about what's going on in politics, what's going on in, in social justice, none of that shit. But you're sitting back talking about what other motherfuckers do with their time. Like, shut the just shut the fuck up. That's all it boils down to. Just shut the fuck up and suck a dick. That's all I can say. Just, <laughs> just suck a penis. Just suck one. <laughs> so let me just go ahead and read some of the people that commented on here. We had one person, and they were kind of, you know, both ways. Someone they said it's self-indulgent. Ways? Maybe some of these people do. I don't know who who of them. I mean, I have ideas on some of them, but I don't really know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> someone said it's self-indulgent, wasteful, and no one else's business. But this couple invited the backlash. So my thoughts are this was asked for. Somebody else said people who think that they're having a kid means a shit to the rest of the world. Fuck them and their stupid, meaningless kid. Okay. Someone said, uh, yeah, they are allowed to spend as they wish. Someone said, uh, this is actually my wife. Um, and we have the same belief when it comes to this. Uh, she said, you work for, you work for it. You spend it however you wish. I'm so sick and tired of people judging other people based on what they spend their money on. Uh, someone said, is it wasteful? Sure. Uh, but based purely on that thought, the computer or phone you're reading this on is also wasteful. And shame on you for buying it instead of giving that $400 to someone who can feed themselves. People get to do whatever they want with their own money, provided it's legal. And uh, I'll just read one more out of here. Someone said, fuck out of here. If I had the money, I'd do it on the Empire State Building. Don't worry about what I do with my money. Worry about what the government does with yours. And, um, yeah, there'll be, you know, I just want to thank everybody for commenting. We had a lot of people comment on that and, and give their thoughts. But at the end of the day, it's it's the people's money. Let them do what the fuck they want to do. Yeah, that's a fact. Man, let the motherfuckers do what the fuck they want to do. They can all suck a motherfucking dick. Um, 
Uh, JB, we're recording this on the same night. Lakers, um, Nuggets, game one, your predictions, and then we'll go the fuck home. I'm going to say... I'm going to say the Lakers take this first game. That doesn't mean they're going to take the series, but I say the Lakers are going to take They've had a chance to rest a little bit. LeBron's probably going to come out hot. I'm going to take Lakers in this first game. Okay, so you're going Lakers. I say um, I, I, I think the Lakers are going to are gonna win this first game for sure, but uh, I think the Lakers have lost the first game in both the last series, right? I believe so. Really? I think so. And if, if Denver flying off the, the high of winning game seven against the Clippers, um. I would say if if Denver's gonna make a statement today, it'd be the day to do it. If they're going, yeah. To. If if Denver beats Lakers today, oh my god, that shit is gonna put everybody in a whirlwind because we'll start hearing some like Nuggets going all the way. Uh, talk. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so we'll we'll see. Uh, somebody please go and hit LeBron in the knee with a metal baseball bat for on my behalf. I have a whole five dollars American for you if you're able to do that. But with that being said, I'm I'm gonna throw in three dollars on that. <laughs> we we are. Yo, we should start a GoFundMe for what to take out LeBron. Exactly. We'll put a pin on it. We don't need you to know, have that conversation publicly. I was about we'll to say FBI is gonna come knocking on my door in like two seconds. <laughs> we don't need to have that conversation publicly. <laughs> this is just for comedic purposes, FBI and yeah. everyone else listening. Let's not forget, I'm also Muslim, so you know my ass is probably already flat. Oh, you're already on the on a fucking list somewhere, JB. Like you're it, multiple. The moment, yeah, they probably yeah. have a chip in my asshole. <laughs> have you gotten a prostate exam yet? Are you are you that age yet? No, but I mean, I by the, way, the airport. Before. By the way, before we go, <laughs> since I said prostate, I, I could only wonder what the fuck you're going to talk about. <laughs> did, you, prostate. Did, you, did you see the article where the the guy was getting a prostate exam? And, he, and just by him doing the normal exam, he made the guy come, and the guy shot him. He shot the doctor because the doctor made him come during a prostate exam. <laughs> wow. Wow. But you know what? I think you, I think you but, can come You really like want to say but in a conversation like this? But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I think you can actually come like that. No, you can. It's called milking the prostate. Like, no, that's that's a very well-known thing that you can't come from that. But you shot well, sorry, I'm not up on my I'm not up on my butt play. I, I missed that class in school. No, I, I saw it on a fucking movie, bro. Like, goddamn. Yeah, fucking uh, Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> Extended cut, director's cut. <laughs> the prostate cut. Um, Yo, you remind me of an article I read today, and I don't know how realistic this article was. It wasn't on a, on a satire website or anything, but I read that someone got paralyzed by eating 413 or some uh, chicken McNuggets. Did you hear about that? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> don't that's quote me on fun. that i'll look it up and afterwards that's, you know but, it's yeah. you, it's, that's crazy but it, it's weird food shit like that you, like do you know that you can actually overdose on pumpkin spice like and shout out to our, our no. boy wrestling redneck uh, aka colin wysong uh because colin lo- me colin and bella all love pumpkin spice but colin he's like he's pump he's about that pumpkin spice life and i need to send him the article like there's there's like something in pumpkin spice that you can actually OD on it. And the guy didn't die, but he got super, super sick to where he needed, like, a blood transfusion or some shit, like, dialysis or some shit to cleanse his blood because he had too much pumpkin spice in it. Like, this shit's crazy, bro. That shit is crazy. I never heard of that. This is, isn't that, like, one of Starbucks' specialty during, like, yeah. it's, like October it, time? It's everywhere. Special, everywhere has something pumpkin spice. But, wow. Uh, That's yeah, so there you go. You get, you get your laughs. You get your knowledge. You get your sports talk. We also are giving you... Health advice here, only on My Brother's Keeper. JB, go ahead and let them know where they can follow you. Let's get. The, we still have no social media, no email, no pages, no none of that shit. I tried to start creating one, and legit, 
everything with MBK or my brother's keeper was taken up. So I just was like, you know what? I don't have I don't feel like dealing with this shit right now. But go ahead, bro. I can reach on Twitter at the P1JB at T H E P one JB and also on Facebook. Maybe I'll, I'll make a Facebook group or something so we can uh, put our different articles we talk about in our videos and all that stuff. Maybe we'll have a Facebook group coming soon. And um, also I know uh, uh, Hayes is going to allude to this as well, but. Just really want to thank everybody listening. We've had a lot of great feedback and support after episode one. Really appreciate it. It is a new venture, so we really do appreciate all the love and support. And I'll kick it to my brother, Hayes, to wrap it up. And you can follow me at CEO Hayes, at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. Again, we have nothing else to plug. I can't even tell you where to reach us at. Find one of us. Send us a DM. Um, I welcome any and all pretty women feet in my DM as well. So you can go ahead and send those as well to CEO Hayes, CEO H-A-I-Z-E. I'm trying to find more contestants from my OnlyFans page that we talked about last week. Um, but that's it. That's another episode of My Brother's Keeper. We out this that bitch. Cock and foot, that cock and foot game. <laughs> cock and toe game. Yeah, yeah. Peace. Later. Hello, good morning, tell me what the lick read. My cup full, blowing on that good weed. My bitch bad, trying to get a gypsy. And all black haters better miss me. My bitch rap better than most rappers. Here's a rose toast to those rappers. I don't smoke no tobacco, but I smoke the most rappers. I got big tips for the waitress. Bitch, I got very little patience. All the bitches dipping by the Carlo. You may want to get a different auto. Deep down, your main chick even want to come. Everybody know my name. I'm number one. I'm number one.